We are live now, and I am facing the most massive multitask of my life. Yes, folks, we are live from the basin basement of that neo-brutalist structure here at the UMass campus. Things are quiet. That's right, things are quiet, and I am alone. But I'm not really alone, right? Am I alone? I don't know. Oh. It's the inner dialogue. There you go. That's him. Waylon, say hi to the people, will you? Hi, everybody. Coming from my bunker. Yeah, well, you sound like you're deep. Yeah, certainly sounds like a bunker. Uh, are we on speakerphone? <laughs> no, not on speakerphone. <laughs> I think that you and I, <laughs> I can tell we're in for a conversation later. Because you're all mad at me because of the way I set things up. But I have a method to this madness, okay? It's a miracle I even got into the studio, you know. But listen, uh, we always work things out. You have the crowbar, you pry yourself within. Well, not quite, not quite. I had to ask somebody to let me in. But, you know, and they they just did. And they were very cool about it. Now, folks, this is WMUA Amherst, and this is the Free Associates, and we are live in the Valley. That's right, we are live in the Valley. That prior hour was a rerun. It was a rerun of one of my absolute favorite episodes. Wasn't that a good episode, Waylon? Dystopia? Yeah, that was great. Uh, Orwell, Huxley, Laura Federuso, who's going to perhaps join us in our conversation. And so this is all a work in progress, is what it is, because we're all just trying to figure this out together. We're trying to find a way to broadcast daily weekdays across the valley, helping people who are isolated out there in their houses connect with one another, like not actually connect, but connect through radio with one another. And just to let you guys know, like the Free Associates has been on the radio for about a year and our goal is to free associate. It's just like to let us like, you know, like not really get experty or not really get data driven or anything like that, but just to have a conversation. You know, for this time, and which as long as we can do it, we will do it uh, every day from noon to one on a weekdays. The goal is to kind of stay away from the gloomy stuff, to really make it family friendly, and to talk about in this moment, well, how are you doing? But also to kind of say, all right, well, what could this mean? You know, obviously, uh, it could be a little scary in the the present tense and stuff like that. We're going to go through something now. We're curious what's on the other side. So selecting that episode was intentional in the sense that uh, we were talking about Orwell and Huxley and what authoritarian anxieties do we have. Now it's like two months later and, you know, there's curfew laws in New Jersey. Can't go out after 8 p.m. And people are pretty readily submitting to that. And I understand why they would be. But I do want to let you guys know out there that this is something that we're trying to collaborate with in the Valley and with you guys. And also that it's like we're not really going political. Like we don't really particularly care who's candidates or president right now. I get that that could be relevant. Just not really what we're doing. There's plenty of that out there. And we also don't want to get like that dark and gloomy. We want to keep it light. We really want to keep it light. So, Waylon, how are you doing, my friend? You say you're in the bunker, but I wonder. I gotta um, wonder. Yeah, if you were to walk out big windows in front of my house, and if you were to walk by, you would be like, what is going on? Because I have my entire studio set up over here with yeah. camera and TV, and it looks like I'm reporting, you know, I've, I've created the new CNN over here. Is that so, right? people are probably very, very confused as to what's going on. Yeah, well, I know I am. I still think you sound like you're talking from a chef board again. <laughs> you're telling me you're not on speaker. There we go. Is that, uh, is that better? That's so much better. What had happened? What was going on there? <laughs> well, I was trying to cheat, and I was using the iPod uh, I knew it. or the, the, um, the iPhone uh, headphones. I knew so. <laughs> Now I have to hold this thing to my... You're I'm there. sending you the bill. I am sending you the bill when my what? neck cranks like this, and I got I can't even go to uh, like the chiropractor because he's closed down. Oh, and I'm sitting no. here with the with I the think... phone pinched next to my to my shoulder. Hey, listen, over here. I think my wife this actually. 
was able to get an appointment with a chiropractor. I know you well enough that even if you're not across from me, I know you're you're seeking maximum comfort. So thank you for like not doing that right now, and thank you for like um, you know putting an effort in. It is a pandemic after all, and we are trying to do a service. And I really appreciate you doing it. Of course, we're old compadres. One of these times, I'm coming. I'm going to be live from the hot tub. That's my goal here. Yes, Waylon is is a renter, folks, and he's talking about getting a hot tub and putting it inside in his basement. <laughs> so. Like, if Waylon's landlord is listening, let me tell you, that is probably the worst thing that could ever happen to your house. Now, we're going to probably reach out to a couple people today, but the main thing of this show is we're really curious how you're doing. Um, And so I really want to throw this number out here. This is a text-in line, okay? And when you do text in, if you could put your name and where you're calling from, just first name or whatever, um, you can probably make up a name even if you're that feeling that sensitive it's 413-200-8186 is our text in line we're not taking calls in we may make calls out uh 413-200-8186 now listen you just heard that twice and you're sitting there thinking uh i got it and then you're gonna have some amazing idea and you're gonna blow it you are gonna blow it and you're gonna not know that number okay so i'm gonna say it two more times and really ask you to contribute your thoughts here now we you know we we don't really have thoughts going yet but 413-200-8186 give the giant marker to your four-year-old kid tell them to go over to the wall and 413-200-8186 by the way Waylon uh, my daughter to this morning we were going out for a bike ride and she had a bushel of sticks and her arms lovingly and she said this is my new friend Alex so I'm a little concerned Whoa. yeah a little concerned that <laughs> perhaps without school we might be in for a run for our money because we also have a four year old uh, son and yeah. he's, he's a he's um He's the most beautiful and cute bandwidth thief in the history of the world. You know, I don't know. It's like gremlins before they turn, you put water on yeah. them. You know, but even the gremlins... Well, it's also concerning here. Yeah. It's also concerning here because she's not practicing socially, social distancing. So oh, she's with the, carrying around Alex. With the bundle of sticks. That proximity right there. Well, I think that the bundle of sticks has actually been cleared by the CDC, that, that that's actually okay. <laughs> they did some samples. Now, Waylon, I'm wondering, can you um, either email or text me an image so I can free associate on it? You know, you don't have to do a drawing, but just do an image. And then send it. Yes. Well, we have. Okay. And you you have started a Facebook group, have you not? Uh, It's in the process. It's in the process. process. I have everything. If people want to, if they're Facebook friends with me, I have the number, the text in line. We have the include your name, where you're from. Yep. And it's all there, and you can see the webcast player that sends this out live streaming. You can also listen on 91.1 WMUA. But I am now frantically trying to get a picture yes, rolling here. That's okay. Uh, you can do that, and I will I will kind of blather blather here. I, I, uh, we are, if you've never been on the show, we like to free associate. You know, that's kind of part of the deal. We're free to associate with anybody or any idea that we, comes our way. And we're also free to just kind of like let our minds wander. I know a lot of minds are wandering these days, so shouldn't be too hard to do that. Waylon is notorious, just notorious for cheating on the free association. He one time came up with a, like a speech and was reading it from under the table. You know, that's not free association. And also had a, he's recently had a weird system. He's just got like a system uh, going on where he does an adverb every fifth word or something like that. But that's just what he does. That's just what he does. Um, all right. Well, we're waiting for that. But I am actually uh, thinking that we might make a call out. We have two people potentially lined up here. And this is, again, this is kind of a new process here. But we have uh, Laura Federuso, who's definitely one of my favorite guests that we've had on. That dystopia special that you heard last hour is one of our most downloaded podcasts. And the freeassociates.us is the website. The freeassociates.us is the website, and you can go there and download all of this. And I will put these, what we might call quarantine specials, up as we go along. Um, so that's something I think that we will do. Wayland, you know, it, I know that you were like in your hot tub. Here it comes. Oh, okay. Here it so comes. I'm getting it. You ready? Am I, yeah, send ready? it. Ready? But where am I going to get it on? You're like, getting it, I think, to, to the mm, number? Mm, to the phone number? Okay, mm. hold on. All right, okay. 
Well, I'm going to get it, I'm sure, but I haven't gotten it to my phone number. All right, hold on. I mean, this is really, yeah, well, you know, I'm not sure about it, Waylon, but I'm sure it's coming at some point. Oh, there we go. Okay, I'm about to free associate people. I am about to free associate. Childhood is but a smooth ride. One travels on the expectations of the classroom, that smell of Elmer's glue and that feeling of comfort and then also social anxiety perhaps. We think of our future and we think of ourselves in a cloakroom in kindergarten. I remember being in a cloakroom next to all the other little kids grabbing their jacket and that moment just like barely conscious, like not totally conscious yet but kind of conscious and just a bunch of kids rumbling down the hall in Murrows, Massachusetts at Coolidge School. Bum. Well, how would you grade that free association, Waylon? You know, you, you had a long pause at the very yeah. beginning where it was yeah. like, childhood is but. I get it. And I just kind of, the yeah, child in me laughed at the word but. So oh, I see. That's where we're at. I get it. I get it. Well, you're quite right. You're quite right. Um, all right. Listen, I'm going to It was see- good, though. It was good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's the thing about the free associates. We tend to support one another. We don't We don't like to get in each other's face or anything like that. We, we fundamentally really appreciate each other. Now, I'm going to call Laura. Let's see if this really works here. I'm, like, got my fingers crossed here. You know, it's live, and I've got, like, 16 browser windows opening, and it's saying connecting it's got the three dots and I'm thinking I'm so slick I thought I was so slick on the ride over and um, you know alright well I'm not sure that that is working right now okay so Waylon what's your experience been recently have you been going out at all so my experience uh, so not now I mean before like several days ago yeah yeah you but have been yeah i don't know i think that there's uh, it's it's hard being a, a single younger guy right now you know um no but i think that there is a lot of kind of looking at your neighbor and seeing exactly what they're doing type thing mm-hmm. in uh in in a kind of like skeptical way and i hope that we can kind of get over that too i think that you know, people not taking it seriously or taking it too serious. We're learning as we go. So there's a lot that um, we need to just kind of step back and say, hey, how can we approach this together a little bit more? Um, because, you know, the, the memes are <laughs> running rampant online. And, um, Is that right? Just seeing, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, one thing I've done is shut off all my notifications, and I'm actually less anxious than I was before this thing. Like, I don't have notifications to the Washington Post or anything like that. Like, I actually, like, go through my day calmer than I was two months ago when I was getting alerts, and they're always the same alerts, and there's always five of them, and, you know, in quick succession. I get, I don't want to just put my head in the sand here, but... At the same time, I'm kind of like, well, there's, I don't know, whatever's going to happen a little bit is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's a little bit hard. I think that you see generations kind of butting heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, and I think that we're kind of getting closer to the center with some of those, uh, you know, uh, governor declarations and federal declarations and things like that, mayoral declarations. So I think that it's like, okay, bars are closed makes it a little bit more clear that, you know, like, you know, you gotta, you should stay home, do this, that, the other thing. I was supposed to go to parties on, you know, St. Patty's Day party uh, yep. this previous weekend and this weekend. Everything's canceled, of course. Um, but I think that there's... Well, thanks for um, doing your part. A little bit of tension between... <laughs> and a little bit of confusion behind... Well, wait, what'd you say? Thanks for doing your part in this pandemic. Not, yeah, not, not going to... Numerous St. Patrick's Day parades. I'm sure that there'll be a, a statue of you somewhere. Yeah, I'm just being fresh. I there's going to be a statue. There's going to be a statue put up at UMass of, of me <laughs> drinking my watered down beer. Yeah, he saved it, and it'll say he he saved his St. Patrick's Day. So he played the Blarney blowout for June. <laughs> <laughs> true, true American hero. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the new statue you have to kiss. And yeah. then we start the cycle over again with Corona. Oh, I didn't know that there was a statue you kiss at the campus. Well, the Blarney Stone. 
Oh, uh, just, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't really know about that, yeah. honestly. Um, so, yeah, well, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, we do have a text in. <clears throat> Brian D. from Boogadoom. I wonder what that is, Brian. Brian, tell us what you're thinking. <laughs> you know, and where is Boogadoom? I think it's next to Leverett, but I can't be sure. It's like one of those towns up there in the hills. Uh, but oh, I'm, I'm very familiar with, with the Boogadoom. The Bagadoom, you know Brian's that place. What's huh. up, Brian? How you doing, buddy? Um, hopefully, hopefully you get. I, we got the uh, Brian. We got the text. Um, yeah, chime in. What do you think? Um, and in while we're waiting for that, yeah. what do you what do you make of um, the just kind of hold the paper the pa- the toilet paper um, kind of debacles oh, and the, the, the grocery store debacles? Well, did you hear about Gronk? <laughs> I mean, that no, guy, what happened? Gronk is um, well. He he basically like sent out a text saying you also can use uh, like what's the other paper towel like kitchen paper towels for your toilet? Oh, like brownie. Yeah, <laughs> that was his helpful suggestion. You know, and it, it's coming from the perfect person. I think you know Gronk, Gronk's the guy to to make that. To tweet that, but then the news media was like, "Please don't do that. You're going to plug up everything." You know, <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't honestly know. Um, he's the he's the hero that we need. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he thought he was going to be a big hero. That's right. Well, folks, keep texting in at four one three two zero zero eight one eight six. In terms of our ability to call out, Google Voice is totally failing me. Are you having? Can you do that, Waylon? Do you think? I'm going to ask you. I'm going to send you. Um, I'm going to send you a number. Okay. I'm actually going to send you my wife's number, and I'm going to ask you to give her a call on Google Voice and see if you can't. Well, that doesn't really make any sense. I think we just for now we're just going to keep doing text in. Um, so yep. if you have some thoughts, well, everybody, if you're Yep, if you're listening live, welcome to Troubleshooting Tech Time with Mr. <laughs> hey, Norm listen, Cody. Listen, listen. Where you listen for three hours of live. Well, it's not going to be three hours. It's not going to be three hours. It's only until one Tune o'clock. Tune in next time when we call Comcast and wait on the phone <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> That's right. We're waiting for the cable guy, folks. I apologize. Um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and just blame Google Voice for all of this. Um, because why would it not let me... Uh, call out here. Like, I, we actually, now, Waylon, you and I actually tested this the other day. Don't you remember? Remember I made you go in yeah. the other room? So, I mean, like, I like to cover my bases, you know. I'm a, a base coverer. And, um, and you're a ball dropper. You know? That's, that is true. You're a ball dropper and I'm a base coverer. Um, No. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna try it on my end, but yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait! Oh my God, Ooh. folks, come on! If this happens, well, it rang and then they they hang they Laura hung up on me. I know she's listening, and she just slammed the phone down. I said something. I know I said something. Let's try that again with Laura. I think she's a big Comcast supporter. Is that it? The she, NFL. Yeah, she got sensitive on the Comcast. Hey, hey, hey Laura, are you there? Hey. Oh, awesome. That's so great. How are you doing? I can hear it, too. I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. You sound, you sound weary of us. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> are you in the studio right now? I'm in the studio, and I have to say, after that like fumble moment, I am just like glowing with pride uh, uh, that, that we have three people on. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No, stop! All right, that, you Uh-oh. know what that is? Uh-oh. That's okay. So this is cool. We're just like we're working it all out. What just happened is that somebody else is trying to call in on some other line. I think. Oh really? Now listen, we're just gonna have to just. This is what it is. It's like it's complicated. How are you doing, by the way? I'm fine. I'm at home. I'm self quarantined. You know, I'm I'm feeling good though. Now you say you're at home. Where's home? 
in Amherst. I have oh, okay. an apartment in Amherst. Okay, yeah. No, where, what's the address? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Can you see my studio? Uh, 58 Northeastern. <laughs> I got to say, Laura, that episode that we did is one of my all-time favorites, uh, the dystopia episode. So I just, uh, yeah. just really appreciated nice. it. And, uh, you know, we talked a lot on that episode about authoritarianism, right? And it seems mm-hmm. like it, that was only in December, but now it's like, whoa, like uh, this is a whole a whole different thing. What's your thoughts on that conversation now? Like, uh, Um, let me ask you, let me rephrase this a little bit. How far are you willing to accept government, uh, like, uh, fiats, you know? What if the government said to you, okay, Laura and everyone else, no one leaves their house for the next six weeks? (laughs) You know, what would you think about that? If they're going to deliver food at this moment, Mm -hmm. I think I've been wanting more government intervention, honestly. That's true. What I've seen is a lack of national leadership, and I've seen, you know, uh, leaders at lower levels having to step up and make those decisions, and I'm glad to see that they're doing it, because it's a moment when we really do need leadership, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, once the threat of the disease has waned, and who knows how long that'll take, then it's another question of of now, where how do we move forward once we've ceded... um, some of our individual rights to the government, though. Right, right, and that's always the question. Uh, that's always the question with authoritarianism, is that you can conceive of moments, you know, I talk to my students about this, because we talk about Hobbes and stuff like that, and you know, Hobbes was writing during the English Civil War. Things were really bad and chaotic. He wasn't writing during a peaceful period. But once you give mm. over those freedoms, uh, they are kind of hard to fight back. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's interesting that you know, you feel that way, but at the same time, you kind of like well let's just just keep what do you have any re- food requests specifically are you do i like, have any food requests <laughs> yeah like what kind of food I, would keep you happy for six weeks that's what kind like, of ice cream what kind of ice cream do you like laura yeah, exactly. you know i've noticed that i didn't get enough um i did go shopping you know in the previous weeks i started stocking up because i did see that it was going poorly yes. um nice Ooh. i don't think i bought enough cheese yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I underestimated my cheese needs. Um, <laughs> I'm really into the like grilled cheese and tomato soup is my like comfort food. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you know what? I, I have to recommend peanut butter and um, uh, pancake mix is a good one. Ooh. You know, that's a smart okay. one. And um, you know, we did. I definitely did lay some stuff in, but. Um, yeah, I'll be curious. I'll be curious what that's like. I know that in New York they were delivering food for a while, at least in, to New Rochelle. So, uh, mm. you know, go, uh, you say cheese, but it could be government cheese, you know, and that's that's probably, <laughs> that's probably not the well, cheese. Well, it looks like they're going to hand out some government cheese, too. Everybody's going to get a little bit of piece of the pie. Andrew Yang was ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah, is that right? We're talking about guaranteed <laughs> income. Yeah, yeah, I totally see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I totally see it. So, where do, so you're basically, what about you, Waylon? Are you willing to kind of just sit sit in your hot tub for six weeks and eat government cheese? <laughs> well, I don't know. So what was I, that I'm, noise? I'm of, the, I'm of the ilk. I'm of the ilk yeah. that you can have, you know, one, two, three people. You can see. I'm not necessarily my entire lifestyle, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. I'm not going to stay in my house and and if I need to do something like if you ask me for something, right? If you ran out of pancake mix or peanut butter and you needed some, I'd bring it to you. Thank That's you. my mindset. Yeah, yeah, but you would Am leave it on the to... curb, wouldn't you? You would. Would you yeah, cook? Maybe. Would I'm you not. cook pancakes for me? Well, you have a family, so you have. I mean, these are all the things <laughs> that you have to kind of kind of quantifiably go down. Yeah. So it's like you have a family inside, and this, that, the other thing. It's like I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just a guy in my living room yeah like just sitting there watching you know like i have limited contact with this that the other thing yeah um but i don't know like that's i'm somewhere in the middle and all of this stuff so well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stay in my house for the next three weeks no no one's saying that no one's saying that uh you know people are out and about we took uh robin and i took uh harper and rockwell out to the smith track that's a really nice open area space there and worked out this morning um you know i do see a lot of people out laura did you hear earlier about jeremy whalen's heroic 
contribution to curbing the spread of this pandemic was to not go out on St. Patrick's Day? Did you hear about I that? I didn't hear that. No, yeah. I just it had just I was waiting for your call and it had just occurred to me to start streaming the show. <laughs> and then I as I started to stream it you called me and I think there was a delay because you were like we're struggling to make calls and then I got a call. Um, yeah, no, no, it's No, fine. but I think that's an appropriate precaution. No, I think it's Yeah, I was wondering I if heroic. you met, you know. Uh, yeah, th- UMass trying to curb Blarney blowout might be, you know, a factor here. <laughs> oh, right. They did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good that they did. I did hear that spring break was still kind of happening in Florida. Did you guys hear that? That they're kind of still partying uh, oh, down there? Oh, I talked to I talked to several of my students. Uh, it that doesn't said surprise that me, unfortunately. People are all out and about right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it yeah. is a little concerning. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I I did feel, and I understand this from the students' perspective, uh, some of them were like, well, it's just not going to impact me. And it's like, well, it's not totally like the responsible uh, answer to the question, uh, I think. But, uh, you know, if we're asking them to be at home for a, a while, uh, that's going to be that's going to be really hard. We just got an interesting text from Brian D. said, I've fled Denver and would love to talk about what I saw there as to why I left mere hours away. Decision started being made about the imminent crisis. Yeah, well, possibly, Brian, we will give you a call. I have to kind of like shuffle some stuff, but that does sound interesting. I wonder if Denver has been hit hit hard at all. Brian, yeah, just stand by and we might bring you on. Okay, pal? Um, Well, you know, so Laura, what about your own, like, you're in a, are you in a doctorate program, Laura, here at UMass, or? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on a PhD in geoscience. So how does this impact you, do you feel like? Um, Truthfully, I do most of my work from my computer, and so it's not a big shift for me. I feel really lucky that I can continue to do my work from home, that I'm continuing to get paid. Um, It's certainly hard to focus on academic work at the moment because society's falling apart and I'm you know just concerned about the well-being of everyone I know um, and everyone I don't know too Um, I think it's shocking that anybody would think that this isn't going to affect them just because they're young and healthy I I presume that most people know people who are older than them and maybe even care about them and and it seems like this is unpredictable there are young people who get hit really hard too well the thing is is, uh, uh, you know I'd like to assume that in some ways it's a way of uh, suppressing anxiety a little bit Um, you know because I I gotta imagine that that young people are anxious as well and that's something that they can tell themselves you know I'm almost 50 and so I mean a a similar narrative has been running in my head well I'm like under 50 you know Um, hopefully I'll be okay I certainly don't take that and then start uh, getting in the hot tub with people (laughs) you know that's not that's not where I go with it is that a a warm 90 so I don't know I don't know if you heard about this Laura but Waylon is uh, has every intention of putting a hot tub in his rental basement you know uh, hot tubs tend to be exterior items for really good reasons you know you don't put you gotta, <laughs> do you know that you, know, the, you got you gotta crank that up to 104 and just burn the virus away well you works. know there's something to be said though can I just guys give you guys a little anecdote that uh, it was a Guy de Chuliac was a French doctor and he kept Pope Clement alive during the plague by sitting him between two giant fireplaces that were constantly kicking a ton of heat and the theory is is that the heat was so strong that the fleas just ran away out of the room and never bit Pope Clement and they would just kind of like throw food in under the hall <laughs> so you're I don't know about your hot tub but I'll tell you you know what's good for the immune system that my brilliant brilliant beautiful awesome wife figured out we just got a trampoline in the backyard and that's very good for the immune system no it, i mean but i i know it sounds funny but like it's good for the lymph nodes you're really moving around you know like i mean i'm not saying i'm going to be 103 and jumping on that trampoline you know but i think it's it, i'll tell you it's good for morale if nothing else it's really yeah. good for morale yeah absolutely you know? no that sounds great well, Laura, I hope that you, if we can keep getting into the studio and doing some live stuff, we're hoping to do weekdays, noon to one. I hope that you'll be willing to come on again. You're one of our favorite, favorite free associates. For sure. Oh, I love to come on, yeah. And I'll tell you, when this whole thing is over, 
we're going to get you a beautiful piece of cheese from Whole Foods as a present, okay? <laughs> what is what is the Thank you. What is the dream cheese? What is the when you dream about cheese, what do you dream about? Mm, um I like a nice melty cheese, but mm-hmm. you got to if you're going to go to Whole Foods, I think there's like the cheddar that's been aged and it has like the the, the aged mm. crystals in oh, it or crystals. something and you oh, can yeah. kind of just, you know, yeah. I'm going to get you later. the oldest piece of cheddar in the world. It's going to be a hard crystal cheddar. (laughs) Yeah, aged in a cave, deep underground, far from any viruses. Absolutely. No, this is how how the next epidemic starts. There's some weird fungi in all this, and it starts the whole process over again. Well, yeah. You know, you got to wonder. I was thinking everyone's going to get chickens because of the food shortages or something, and then there's some chicken mm. thing that's going to happen. <laughs> we don't want to happen. <laughs> it's going to be like millions of chickens in Florence, you know, and then there'll be like a new, a new thing. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping that there's no more eating of bats uh, in China or wherever. Like, we, I'm wondering. And you're, of course, Laura. You have a you have Lab Talk as a show, so you're. You're kind of an expert on this. Is why I have not asked you about it because you know our policy on experts is to block them, bar them from the studio. But I'd be curious. <laughs> I'd be curious what your thoughts are at some point in the future on. You know, my whole th- thought is like, why didn't this happen before? And then also, why won't this just happen next year? Like, I can't. It's hard for me to balance those two thoughts. You know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But Laura, we're going to get you a nice piece of cheddar, and thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> thanks. Have a good show, and All stay right. safe. Yeah, yeah you See too. You later. Bye-bye. All right, now, Brian D. from Bogadum. The only thing, Brian, I see your text. I want to call you, but the Bogadum thing <laughs> scares me. Like, like you got to give me... Okay, okay. What? That's, that's, so, so I know Brian. We, we, oh, we you know Brian. grew up together. Oh, you yeah, do? No, we grew up together. What does Bogadum mean? Yeah, yeah. So, Bogadum. Bogadum. Oh. That was just a place. When we would be, when we were, you know, gallivanting around when yeah. we were young, Bogadum was just a place where you go. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to go out to Bogadum? Okay. Bogadum? I just, he sounded like a crank. Let's give him a call, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, why don't you put that number in the Google Voice? Or no, I'll do it because you're hopeless with this stuff. You know, Waylon just pushes okay. his students around. You should see it. It's like... He's so hard on them, but then, like, um, then he messes up all the time. So uh, we're calling Brian D. here, so. You cut yourself off with that ring right there. Oh, I cut myself. No, I didn't. Listen, you can't be an expert at everything, man. All right. Hey, how are you doing? Is this this Brian D.? This is me. Okay, you don't sound totally sure of yourself. <laughs> no, 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 I am. I just want to make sure that I didn't have anything playing through my phone still. I wouldn't want to like, oh, okay. be on a Thank terrible you. echo loop. <laughs> thank you. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Bogadoom yeah, thing. Thanks, thanks Brian. I had to explain Bogadoom yeah. on live yeah, air. Yeah, that really scared me. You know, that just sounded uh, like you were a conspiracy theorist or something like, like that. And oh, Brian no, no, no. I actually, grew up, I actually grew up with Whale. We're child well. friends. Well, you know, anybody, anyone who's friends with Waylon is a, is immediately a friend of mine. I have to say. Well, by the way, we got a text. We got a text from a very favored former student, a brilliant young person, uh, Elena. I won't say her last name unless she gives me permission. But I don't know if you see that Waylon. But Elena's saying, "Stay in his house. Don't go out." Okay, for everybody's well, sake. First off, that's what people. That's what people have been telling me before this all started. So wait, wait. Just don't I'm sorry, my face Br- anywhere Brian, in public. Brian, since yeah, you know Waylon, yeah. uh, let me just say this. I called Waylon last Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> last, or it was like literally a week ago, I said, Hey, Waylon, if, if the school is closed, do you want to do a live free associates? He's like, you're crazy. The schools are never going to close. You're an, he basically called me an idiot to my face. And wow. literally, two days later, we're in the auditorium. And he, I'm like, I, actually, I kind of was playing with him. I leaned over to him. Like, this was like... We knew the schools were closing, and I went to Waylon, and I, say, I said to him really flat, like deadpan, I said, do you think the schools are going to close? And he's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, are they going to close the schools? <laughs> and he just thought I was confused. <laughs> and then he was like, and then I said, I'm joking with you. Um, you know, you should, you should have believed me. And he was like, well, I was right when I was talking about, anyway, Brian, I don't want to get stuck on that. Brian, talk to us about Denver. <laughs> so what was your situation okay. in Denver? 
So, um, don't, like said, don't, I, don't scare us, okay? Just stop short of oh, scaring Oh, I won't scare. This is, okay. is going to be complete factual. Okay, cool. Uh, this is, well, it's no uh, let, me, let me start by saying uh, I'm born and raised in Gustav, Massachusetts. Grew up with Jeremy. Yep. Childhood friends through and through. Yep. Haven't spoken in many, many years. Hope he's doing all right. Oh, he's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's okay. I've lost my eyesight and I'm in uh, But, so, um... As, as the rolling precautions had started taking place uh, coast to coast in this country, yep. um, I work in the service industry. I'm a bartender down in okay. Denver. Now, <clears throat> I kind of had anticipated that something was coming. Like, mm-hmm. we knew there was going to be some sort of restrictions or closures uh, as far as, like, a government mandate. And um, before the weekend started, I had thought it would probably come before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. You know, try to curb yes. congregating crowds. Yeah. Well, on Sunday, I was thinking it was coming in 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And we'd be looking at maybe a, I don't know, like a two-week, three-week kind yep. of shutdown. Yep. Um, the mayor came on a press conference late morning on Monday, so two days ago, uh, and he announced an eight-week closure to all bars and restaurants. So, um, within moments, 200,000 people in the city of Denver alone had become unemployed or unemployed. Oh, yeah. So... Now, was there any talk... Brian, was there any talk about... uh, Obviously, when you're looking at... Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. The, um... It, especially amongst young adult service industry is the, the biggest employer, I would say. Yeah. And people bank on, on crowds to make money. We're tipped employees. Oh, yeah. Um, with the, I wouldn't say there was necessarily a panic or hysteria, but no. it was a general sense of worry. And so and, let me ask you, Brian, and by the way, Waylon, it might not be that, that he can totally hear you because he can hear me because the Google Voice computer is here. So that's gotcha. just an, another thing uh-huh. that we have to work out. And it actually... Yeah, is, I, I haven't heard a word he said. I thought he was ignoring me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's been trying to say hi to you. But uh, in a lot of ways, this is the greatest arrangement I've ever had, is he, is the wailing that no one can hear as I talk to them. So oh, well. this is ideal. <laughs> yeah, this is... I, this I mean, I could go for stories and stories that I still hear him for. So. Oh, well, we'll definitely want to hear about those. Now, oh, just, yeah, we'll get there. Just kind of quickly, um, what made you want to come home then? I mean, I get it. Like, I can imagine why so, you would want to come home, but just go ahead and talk about that for a minute. So just, I, I've always had a very strong interest in infectious disease and, and epidemics. Mm-hmm. You know, I've taken classes and, huh. and read a lot. So when I first had seen the development on this, if you will, yeah. months ago, um, it kind of uh, piqued my interest a little bit. Now, as as time got a little further on and the Chinese government had kind of silenced these whistleblowers, you know, and mm-hmm. silenced them in the only way that Chinese Communist Party can, yeah. Yeah. I started to get a little more interested and see where it went. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go from there back to where we are on Monday when I decided to come back home to my parents' house. Yep. Um, so we're talking about basically day one of closures across the country. And the, the unemployment rate in this country instantly went up to 18%. Huh. So that's a lot of people. That's yeah, yeah, a that's a huge number. It's no income. question. Yeah, and so when I thought about that and how, how this has been spreading for weeks and will continue to do so, um, I really thought about the potentiality of uh, a travel a travel shutdown yep. domestically. Yep, like a huge, huge possibility of that. Yep. Um. So I kind of had to make the decision: Do I want to? stay where I don't live in Denver or do I want to maybe get closer to people I love and, uh, yeah. and can help each other out if things were to get a little scary no that makes that um, makes a ton of sense absolutely 
And within minutes of me buying the the ticket to come back here, uh, San Francisco, a city of like six and a half million people, uh, had decided they were on a full um, lockdown closure. Yep. And again, the odds of that happening uh, from coast to coast is is increasing. Right. Right. So. Well, listen. Yeah, you didn't want to get stuck, and that makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mm -hmm. Brian, we're going to move on, but I really appreciate your phone call, and we're really glad to have you back in the Valley, and I think it's a really smart choice. I'm sure everyone who loves you is glad to have you here, and we hope that, you know, that things will bounce back. I kind of think they will, just they always do somehow or another, but keep listening, keep texting us, and keep calling in. We really appreciate it, Brian. Yeah, I feel like I can just like kind of uh, shorten my anecdote in text yeah. form, and then if you want yeah, yeah. to have that, feel free awesome. to share. Well, I would love that, Brian. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Brian. All right. So, that's funny that he couldn't hear you, because now I'm thinking that whole interview with Laura, she couldn't hear you either way. <laughs> <laughs> this is Waylon's nightmare is that he's talking and no one's hearing him except me but of course the entire valley is hearing you Waylon and loves you yeah. uh, folks if you see an orange Toyota van running around the valley that is the famous Jeremy Waylon from Northampton High School I am by the way the BIQ I'm the barbarian in question on, uh, I'm Norm Cody and we have our website thefreeassociates.us where you can get you know, anything you need. There's a dating app there. There's a hot tub coupons for Wayland's basement. Not connected in any way, by the way. Um, and readings that we'll do. And we'll just kind of keep you updated. We want to remind you that our text in line is 413-200-8186. 413-200-8186. Right now, tattoo parlors are closed. Uh, closing. But you might be able to sneak this in if you want to go and get this tattooed on your, you know, it's not that big, but you can put it on your hand, 413-200-8186. So, I mean, uh, Waylon, that makes a lot of sense that Brian would want to kind of come home. That's what I would want to do. Yeah, I mean, and then you also have to think about the decision. Do you want to fly? Do you, yep. you know, is, is it the time to fly if I buy a ticket right now? So there's a whole bunch of things that are going through your mind. Um, I I think it's also interesting, the idea of an entire lockdown. And so in my my thinking of this, it's like, is an entire 100% lockdown, what what are we trying to do in this situation? Because one of the biggest things that I've seen over and over again is the flattening of the curve. Yep. So if, you know, if we, zero, zero precautions, it goes spikes up. Our, you know, the infrastructure of our hospitals starts to, to fail. We can't see everybody. So are we trying to flatten the curve or eradicate this? I think right. that a lockdown, a 100% lockdown, is a little bit too much. I mean, you got to think about, like what he was saying, like spiking unemployment and this, that, the other thing. Yep. Are we trying to limit contact with people or are we going to straight up say, like, I'm, like what I was talking about before, you know, no one's leaving their house at all, you know, like... Everything is shut down. Yeah, I don't think that we necessarily need to do that, nor would it be healthy to do that. Yes. No, I understand. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I like uh, really don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I, it does seem like a flatten the curve kind of thing. Uh, like I could even imagine, honestly, if we're talking about that, that maybe schools close for six weeks and they open it for three more weeks and then they close it again. Because in that sense, you're kind of trying to let the virus in. Uh, slowly, you know, and so that the hospitals can kind of contain the crisis. Uh, it's not that we're not going to get this. It's just a question of when. However, I've read articles about China that says China's like doesn't have it anymore. And so that's interesting to me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, Waylon. I, I just don't know. And I have to say that uh, Kansas closed their schools for the rest of the year. Uh, and that that ha- that actually put me in a cold sweat just because a uh, couple of things. I, I love teaching. Like I, I'll miss teaching my students, you know. And I don't want it. I don't want us to be. Um, I don't want all these families just to be off on their own. And I, I concerned. I'm concerned about some students and stuff like that. So, by the way, Laura said that she couldn't hear you either uh, on the interview. Uh, Laura, if you're still listening, I think I gotta fix tell her. Tell her. Uh, t- tell Waylon how good it was to not hear his voice. Okay, but I'm um, being okay. What am I doing? Now I'm gonna call another person here. You're not going to be able to be part of this conversation, but I'll explain that to this person. And this is also another free associate. Let's just see if he's uh, willing and able to pick up. Hello? 
Is that Greg White? Yes, it is. Oh, that's so awesome. It's Norm Cody. How you doing? Hey, uh, so you might be a few seconds ahead of me then, because I didn't realize you were trying to call me. Uh, listen to the show. Uh, you okay. Listen to the show. Maybe I'm a few seconds behind you. I guess that's the same. Well, way I think what things. happened is I just like, yeah. I, well, I'm pretty fast on the draw, but it's so good to have you on. Now, to clarify, uh, Greg, uh, Waylon's on the show, but he's not going to be able to hear you, and you're not. You might be yeah. able to hear him or something like that. But whatever he's saying, that's is, what I understood. That's yeah. what I. That's what I realized as you with your uh, yes. uh, you know, previous segment. So. We're, we're going to work out that that kink i have to say though i'm just my heart my heart is so full swelling with pride that this is even happening because uh for a minute there the i was really quite concerned that this google voice thing wouldn't work out so we're working it out and that's uh yeah google i've heard i've heard of i've heard of google you heard of google yeah it's a a struggling it's a like bing it's like bing it's the new bing um now you've been a guest many times and, and a really one of our most prestigious guests. How are you doing during this? Oh, and by the way, oh, you are I'm the fine. most optimistic guest I've ever had on the show. <laughs> Why? Well, uh-oh, do I have to play that role today? You, yes, you do, absolutely. I'm not going to let you come on and get all dark. I mean, that would be really, that would be a cause for alarm. Are, are you feeling, how are you feeling? It's like one of those scenes where, you know, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible pulls the mask off of, you know, starts from below the chin with the hand and reaches up and pulls the mask off. And Wait. Oh, that's what it's been Reveals himself to be somebody along. different, yeah. Yeah, that's no, what, please do. don't do that. That's, yeah, by the way, that's the plot of every Scooby-Doo uh, exactly. yeah, episode yeah. and what my son right. calls Scooby-Dooby. And, uh, you know, like, I can't, they can't watch that Scooby-Dooby without, like, having nightmares at night. So we've cut that off. They're watching Garfield now, um, which, you know, has a lot of fat references. That's all they ever talk about in that lasagna fat references. Diet, yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, It's weird. Uh, I do remember it, though. Now, okay, I'm I'm actively procrastinating, but um, go ahead and tell us how you're feeling. Oh, wow. I don't know. I guess I'm feeling a million different things at the same time. Okay. Maybe like everybody else, just sort of like everything's going sideways and upside down and inside out. So, you know, one moment I feel fine and think, you know, God, this is, you know, dreadful. And it's like there's no no sugarcoating it, but... But, you know, at some point in the future, six months, 12 months, 18 months from now, we'll look back on this and... You know, and look at the, you know, assess the damage, and and we'll be pa- we'll be past it. You know, and yeah. then other moments, I think it could get it could get worse. This could just be the beginning of you know, as bad as it is right now. It could get uh, far more extreme. So well, I, I suppose so I, so I feel, we don't I feel know. like I feel all kinds of yeah, I feel all kinds of different anxieties. You know, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, it's interesting listening to you guys and uh, and the folks you've had on thus far have been really, you know, interesting to me to listen to too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to say, I was kind of tearing up earlier about Whalen's sacrifice. You know, it was, it was really oh. moving to hear the way. Yeah. The way That's just I, I know you can't hear me, but yeah. <laughs> Whalen, there's already songs. There's already songs written about me. So. Oh yeah. Uh, the year that Whalen didn't got drinking was yeah. the year of the COVID pandemic. He said the Dropkick Murphys uh, have just released a new but, um, <laughs> album. More just came I mean, my, my experience the last several days is that I had to go <laughs> down south twice. Oh, really? Uh, to get my two kids, yeah. Oh, to get my right. Two kids from colleges. You, know, you drove so down. My two college age kids yep. are home from school now for a lot yep. longer than the planned spring break. Right. So, you know, one, one trip was down to Philadelphia and back yeah. uh, Friday last week, and then uh, Monday and Tuesday went down to D.C. and back. And I have to say, you know, driving the, you know, the New Jersey Turnpike on a good day is a bit of a hellscape. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And here I was. I know, you know that Sarah was driving it several times in, uh, in a few days. And, yeah. Uh, it, you couldn't you know, have done really those trips? You couldn't have, like folded those trips in with one another or what was going on there no you know mostly because you're packing out dorm rooms you know you're basically yeah, coming right. to grip with the fact that uh the the schools are closing and it was also a timing issue that all these colleges and universities are dealing with you know depending on when they scheduled spring break and uh you know and what i'm doing with dealing with in my place of employee right now too so let's you know, just talk like about how, that for a minute how are we transitioning yeah how are you so transitioning it's quite, it's quite a change yeah. Well, right now, so the timing is that my school, Smith College, is on spring break this week, and we extended it to a second week next week, 
And so we're using these two weeks to begin to yep. transition and conceive of a transition to online instruction and, you know, working with our students uh, remotely and virtually. Yep. And, yep. It's, uh, and I, you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's not, it's not easy. We don't know exactly what we're doing yet. Um, but we'll do it. And it's, uh, it's just that process of trying to set up the technology and to take into account, you know, students and their various levels of accessibility, depending on their own personal circumstances or time zones they're in. So there's a whole logistical issue that's going on, um, you know, and making, making arrangements and accommodations for students, depending on all these different kinds of things. Are there, are there any students at Smith who got kind of stuck here? You know, or, or yeah, they, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. There are students, you know, who for one one reason or another they they can't go home. You know, yeah. whether they're you know domestic U.S. born students or they might be international students. Um, you know, they can't return home, and uh, yeah, and then for those who do return home, and if they're in a different time zone or if they're overseas, man, yeah, just you know, when you have a class and you're trying to schedule a class, and they're they're you know calling in from a different country. Um, they're in a different time zone. You know, you have a student who's in South Korea sure. that's 12 hours ahead. Sure. <laughs> so it's just a different sort of, uh, you know, sort of like mundane kind of things, but really important to kind of figure out how to, um, how to you know, accommodate that. Yeah, well, I account. think that there's going to have so, to be a lot of leniency is the, is the really, the big, the, big, the big story here is, I mean, we're going to have to loosen the screws of society. Uh, you know, you know this because you've been our guest so many times is what this show tries to do is kind of be like, well... How are things going, and what do we like about things, and and what do we think right. could use some changing? I, I have to think that um, you know. The, here's my hope. Here's my hope, is yeah, that, that this is uh, certainly challenging and intimidating, mm-hmm. and depending mm-hmm. on who you are, more or less. I have to say, my heart. Uh, didn't break, but I was behind a very elderly gentleman getting onto the bridge on Route 9 off of Damon Road, and boy, he was struggling to take that turn. And, you know, I just thought, geez, this guy is a very old gentleman in this car, and this guy's really on the front line of this moment. So I Mm -hmm. I want to encourage everybody to be as patient as possible out there with people who aren't used to having to necessarily go out and fend for themselves and see how you might be able to help the people in your neighborhood out and and just be uh, just 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 be compassionate about it so uh, I that, completely agree I mean know. and you know I think ki- you know kindness is kindness is such a great thing and I think you know my hope is that you know we just flex the kindness muscle even more yeah but you're, you know, you're in the, kindness, uh, in the time to come you're a kindness God. But let me tell you, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the position of cheering you up right now, since you've done okay. this for oh, me yeah, so many for times and for so many people. Is here's my hope. My hope is that um, this pandemic is a wake up call across the board uh, for all kinds of stuff. We've been warned that a pandemic's coming, and so right. here it is. Right. Now it could be. Right worse or better but what it does mean is that we need to take it way more seriously and at the same time mm-hmm. really reflect upon like well how do we want how do we want this society to operate uh, pandemics aren't our only concern there are other concerns so we're being forced into a uh, secular sabbath of a kind to reconsider uh, what's valuable to us so that's my hope and that six and months that's really from well now, said. I, yeah, yeah go ahead no, I think that I love that. I mean, it's beautifully said, and I and I completely agree. I mean, I really do. I'm, I'm, you can't see me. I'm nodding my head. You know, I mean, yeah. I really, I agree with you. And I think there's this kind of acute paradox that we're in right now with this social distancing because mm-hmm. you know we're social animals. Oh yeah. And we crave, you know, we crave connection, and you know, we achieve our, I think, our fullest fruition in social contact. Oh, so there's often. no question. And, yep. Right, and so and so, I think you know. My hope, similarly, is that this kind of distancing leads to this kind of awareness of how social we are as creatures, and 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 go to that, and you know, sort of like deepen that and figure that out, and you know, understand what's 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 so important. That's and, right, and, and that it does bring out the best of people. That's right, yeah, and I, we're I yeah, we're running a program on society now. Uh, there's a virus in the computer, and we've got, we've got to figure out where the weaknesses are. You know, we've got to figure out all this kind of stuff. This is healthy in that way. It's like a disc utility. It's like a it's disc like utility. A dis- that's you know, exactly right. That's exactly we're running right. Running the disc utility. Yeah, I've been trying to aid, think. You know, Yep. Partition repair. I've been trying to think of a good metaphor for that, and that's what it yeah. is. But it's massive, yeah. and it's it's disruptive, just like it would be for the computer that's experiencing that disk right. utility. Um, but I think 
it's going to be okay. I don't know that. But you know it'll be okay because, uh, the, as the saying goes, God doesn't give you any more, anything more than you can handle uh, unless he, unless you're dead, in which case you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you know, well, unless, I, unless he kills I everybody. Mean, with metaphor is not a bad one too, because it makes you realize the importance of you know keeping your computer in good shape. You know, yeah. keeping, and so I, I also think what we're coming to grips with is the importance of leadership and and expertise and, yes. and government. Even you know, sort of like these are things that are valuable, and right. when they don't work super well or they're not in full evidence. Yeah, that's why we think. Okay, this is this is the implications. Yep. So next time, you know, as we reboot the computer, <laughs> as next time, let's put some effort into making sure that you know we have that we honor and respect scientific yeah, knowledge and sure. expertise and, and leadership. Well, I think uh, that's right. That's that's what's so essential. I think that's right. And the other thing is, uh, you know, the Black Death came into Europe in 1348. Uh, it's I'm almost sure. What was that, the year? What year was that? 1348. And, um, and was it? Do you remember? Was it fall or spring or? Summer? I don't you know, honestly which, know, but this is not the Black Death. I'm pretty. Sure, I just don't want people thinking. This, I'm not saying this is the Black Death, but what's interesting right. about it is, it came back ten I'm years later. That you know the year. Well, I'm a history teacher, it and that's like it came back every ten years for decades. Uh, but you know man. what? But you know, it just that first time was so much more frightening than any other time it came back. Like people yeah. had gotten used yeah. to it; they understood it. Um, they understood that it was not the end of the world, and right, you know, right. he, we really want to. I really want to bolster the valley as much as possible. It's. I, I really think it's going to be okay. I. Re, I really do believe in my heart it's going to be okay. Now, that depends on you know who's hearing these words, and um, well, let's just try to stay no, connected and stay healthy, basically. Again, I agree. I'm nodding my head. Yeah, I, I, well, I think so too. I think so too. Well, I think it's um, having, but great, be, you know, be challenging. Having well, red, white not, nod yeah. his head to me is like <laughs> the dream for me. Well, because I'm just sitting over here as a tech teacher, and you guys here. are just and, making and, and, you know, like, thanks all these for, analogies uh, about for running the computer, computer running so. the show, and running the program. <laughs> this uh, is, uh, yeah. it's, it's good that you're doing this. That you're, uh, yeah, that you're yeah. providing this. Kind of, gonna, I'm curious that you're providing this kind of leadership. This kind well, of, uh, I don't know if it's leadership. If it's well, with Waylon, it's 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 not leadership. By the way, Waylon keeps trying to chime into the conversation. The poor guy. Don't um, be quiet, <laughs> Craig. I'm going to thank you so much, and we'll talk real soon. Okay, pal. All right, Cody. Sounds great. All right, good. Take good. Care. All right, Waylon. I am so sorry that I put you in this situation. How you doing, pal? You you realize? Okay, so well, let's step back for a second. Yeah, Remember that time where you were complaining to me that I was having a conversation with my brother, but I didn't or yes. formally introduce you. I do. That's what that. you've done this entire hour. <laughs> It's not intentional. In as the third wheel in the conversation, no. I'm just standing there, and you guys are just talking, and I'm just standing there. I'm waiting to get in, but I don't know. Yeah, I know. I you, you know got what? me, Cody. I got, you got I, me, Cody. I got you. It's one of my mind games for sure. Listen, pal. You know you're. You're my you're my buddy. This is a buddy movie, and you're my buddy. You're like the co-host of the Free Associates. Die. You know what I mean? Ride or die. That's absolutely right. Anyway, I thought you did a good job of basically keeping your mouth shut during those. So I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But you know, we'll figure it my out. My nails have never looked so clean. I've just been picking my nails. Is that right? We'll we'll figure all the kinks out. I'm actually pretty happy with the way this went. Don't you think? It sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. That's and we've got some. We've got that's some. What, that's what I'm loving about right now. Everybody is just thrust into this thing where we have to start making it work. Make it work. work. We'll make it work. It's going to work out, guys, folks out there in the valley. It's going to work out. It's going to work out because it has to work out. The main thing I want to remind you guys out there is to stay cool and stay healthy and stay connected with one another. Whatever that means. Not hot tubs, not St. Patrick's Day, but other things. And know that that you're loved, that people love you out there and that they're going to take care of you, okay, whoever you are. And, you know, if you're older and you need help, then say it. Say you need help. You know, someone can run out and get groceries for you. Someone can do other things for you. Someone can call the hospital for you or whatever it is. Like, that's what we have to do now. We're being called upon to do as good as we can in a very difficult time. So, it's easy to say, it's harder to do, but I'm going to try to live by that. Waylon, any parting thoughts? No. Riders on the store. Right, See this where we're from? Oh, Love you it. got that tune, huh? Smart. Love it. You passed the hipster test, my friend. This is, the, and interestingly enough, uh, I don't know if you know this guy. His name is Mazurg, but he does this all one man. Like, all of this is like, he's oh, like a cool. one man like band. 
No, it's like literally like he's playing the keyboard, but he's playing the drums at the same time. It's not looped. Oh, it's he's, like, like, he's got like the tambourines attached to his yeah, leg. Yeah. And he's yeah. around. So this guy is a social distancing genius because he's, you know, he's um, he doesn't have to play with anybody. This is the only guy playing live now. It's <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Masaryk. So we thought it would be good. We're riders on the storm, are we not? Absolutely. All right, pal. Well, thanks so much for being with me and sharing this moment with me. I'm going to turn you off now, not because I don't love you, but because we're going to wrap it up, all right? Peace and love, brother. All right, peace and love. All right, folks, this has been The Free Associates, and we're so glad if you tuned in to have you. We want to remind you that we're going to do our best to make this a daily weekday situation, noon to one, live time, Free Associates. That the freeassociates.us is our website. That's our podcast. Also, barbarianinthevalley.com is our other radio show if you're interested. That's definitely a little bit more strange uh, than the Free Associates, but that might suit our times equally well. So, the freeassociates.us and barbarianinthevalley.com. Okay, listen, I, I'm going to say it before. I want to say it again. Stay cool, stay healthy, and stay connected. 